Tuned your pod waves to episode 136 of Colette and Matt have entered the chat, a weekly conversation about video games, video game culture, technology, community. And at this moment, not when you're hearing it, but when we are speaking it, I, I think the technical term is it's the ass crack of morning, dawn. Is that what is that what the kids say? Uh, yeah, I don't, to be honest, I don't know what they say these days, the, but, the, um, like the crack of dawn. And then we would call it the ass crack of dawn when you had to get up very early for school. That's, yes, that's just what we yes, would say. Yes. No, 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 no. I remember that. I remember that too. Um, but you know, the older you get, it just becomes morning. <laughs> um, and, and like last night it was like 7 PM and I was like, I am dead tired. So, um, yeah, yeah. But we're here. Anyhow, we we had no here. other we had no other time. We we could not find another time to record this week. So we're here, uh, like before the sun. Like I don't know how early AF. I don't know if it matters. We are in the same time zone, but you are much more south than me. It is dark right now. Like yeah. it is oh, night time here. Okay, I didn't yeah. know if that if that yeah, was a the different. The sun thing. comes up here at seven thirty. I think. Oh, oh, okay. Even that seems kind of like like later than it would be here. Like I, well, I think when, as as know, we go fall on, and winter. This, yeah, the sun will rise here very very quickly. But uh, yeah, how are you? I'm great because yesterday there was a wholesome snack, and I am still <laughs> extremely lit. I was thinking to myself a couple of days ago, man, I don't know what I'm going to talk about this week because I still have. I'm still you know, really mostly playing Genshin and I haven't really been playing much else. And <laughs> then that happened yesterday and I was like, yay! It was delightful. And and I didn't, you know, it's funny. I saw it from you. You shared it in the Discord. And I was like, mm -hmm. what? And then within seconds, I got the email from Wholesome. And it was like, you know, if I, I like to watch them, they're not live live, but it's fun to watch them live and it's fun to see people reacting and such. But I don't know, they sent it one second before it went live. And I was like, <laughs> if I was not if I was not a work from home, do whatever I want kind of guy, right. you wouldn't I wouldn't be able it. to watch this, you know? So yeah, I'm, I'm no, glad no, we all saw that. it together. Yeah, that was really nice. And I personally observed something that I just thought was so cool. And I went to the Discord and like shared it with them. Not our Discord, mm. but theirs. Mm -hmm. Um I, t when I watch anything live on YouTube, I tend to immediately close the comments because I just hate people so much mm -hmm. and they're just so terrible. And <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, I just, yeah, I hate them. And so I noticed, because I didn't close it right away, that that was the most wholesome, peaceful happy chat of people like it was just amazing how excited and positive and everyone had nothing but nice things to say to all of all of the folks that were you know in there not mm -hmm. only the stuff that was happening you know the actual games you know replying to the games but replying to one another and i was like i can't fucking believe that there is actually a community of gamers that is like this, like, it's so nice. And so I was telling my husband about this over dinner 
And he said, well, he said, if you think about it, it kind of makes sense that people who want like peaceful, lovely mm-hmm. games about farming and, <laughs> you know, being friends and keeping a sticker book and whatever, like maybe that those people would be more peaceful than like the Call of Duty people. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's, that's, that's a very good point. But at any rate, I just, uh, I just really enjoyed it. And I was like, that's so cool. So I kind of made, you know, promise to myself to hang out in their discord a little bit more because I was that like, I love I that need they're to get in there too. Yeah, you, please. You really should. And that's part of, by the way, wh- how I, I mean, I do follow them. And so I do know when something is coming, but at the same time, um, I'm in their discord and I do get their notifications for like, you know, they're going to have an event or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just so it's, and you know, as you would expect, it's a very wholesome, very lovely place, just like everything else they do. So. You, Patrick is spot on and it is, it, it aligns with my perception of internet communities because I cover them, yeah. I've covered them for a living for a long time and I, and I have built them and, and also sort of brought people and audiences around different types of content and shows and my short takeaway aligns with Patrick's too which is that if if you set the tone and you seek out certain types of audience with certain types of content I, I don't then I don't I don't really subscribe to the idea that like oh the shitheads are gonna find their way in and ruin it it's like you know, no, I've, I mean, I don't think they care about being here. They would be like, oh, they're the all thing. babies. Like, yeah. you know, they want to play with their baby games or whatever. You're not real gamers. And I'm like, OK, we're not. Bye. <laughs> the, <laughs> like, the only other analogy I can make is that, like, you know, I know, you know, and and perhaps some listeners might be aware that, like, one of the things I've made is 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 a, 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 ch- a YouTube channel. It's not about our family. It's not one of those family channels. It is silly ridiculous and and hopefully high production value um you know things that involve my kids right and yes. these these they have had it's their nerdy day. things that involve it's nerdy kids. it's music etc and these these the, these videos have had their day in the sun and they've reached large audiences and the conventional wisdom would be you know you put children on the internet and then the shitty crappy garbage people yeah. are gonna make shitty comments but you made count- really wholesome content, so I it, bet it you is, it is wholesome. Yes, but 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 so my point is, you know, out of millions and millions of views, and I'm not here to say look that these videos are so great, they're millions. But I'm saying the sample size is millions, multiple right. millions, right. and I can count on one hand oh, the amount so of good. negative comments we have gotten over, uh, Jesus Christ, six to seven years. And I'm I'm actually floored by that. And I'm not saying this to talk about this to promote the channel or talk about. I'm saying like you would expect nasty people like YouTube has policies in place that sort of restrict what, you know, kids appearing in videos and content that's for kids. It actually kind of sucks for our channel. That's a different story. But I'm saying they have YouTube. The platform has clamped down on kid-oriented content because they're terrified and and rightfully so of very nasty people reaching children. And those are yeah. good policies that actually affect our channel negatively. But but again, and my point is, they're not there for us for some reason. Yeah. They don't exist. They literally we have never had a moderation problem in our 
viewing community. And again, it goes back to Patrick's point of like, if you just set it up to be a wholesome, good, positive place, they just don't care. The nasty people just don't care about that to, uh, to an extent. I love that. That makes me happy because, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, it makes me happy because, you know, I've played games for so many decades and feeling like those spaces are ruined or they have to be terrible because of the way people, you know, the signature of kind of what the, the online gamer has been. Right. It's just nice to see, you know, people be excited to play games and talk about games and encourage others about those games. I mean, I know I am absolutely like a wholesome games fangirl, like 180%. I should have Same. worn my wholesome games t-shirt to this, <laughs> to this podcast. Um, but I, I just, yeah, it's just, it's great to me. And I've always loved indies with my whole heart, my whole life. And so it's just, you know, I love seeing them championed and I just, yeah. yeah. Like I, I'm tempted to email them and be like, what can I do for you? Like, can yeah. I do anything? Well, like, hey, and I'm I, sure they don't need any help, but I just so admire what they do. You know, I don't quite under, I don't quite understand their business model. Like they have a, 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 a a robust team and they've been around, I believe since 2020, they were talking about that on the stream. So it's a small mm -hmm. team, but it's a variety of people who I don't think it's a volunteer operation, but you know, and I think they're starting to publish games, but by and large, they're just a curator. They're essentially a media outlet. So I, so my question, well, they were at first, okay. yeah. but I've noticed a couple things. I've noticed that there are some, um, there are some things that I have seen them post about that have had the ad hashtag. So I think people want to advertise. Well, they have in an their audience space. now, obviously. So now right. they have they an have advertiser revenue. And, they have 132,000 followers. So there's that. Um, and then I've also, I'm, I'm assuming with the publishing that they either chose to make an investment to help mm -hmm. that happen or something. But I mean, I think it probably started as a grassroots kind of thing that a group yes. of people chose to do and then it yep. got attention. So I don't know how the publisher part would work, but all I know is that I really care about what they do. Publishing we should, partnerships. We should ask the people that run it to come and hang out on the show. Cause I would look, I've, so love I've, that. I said this to you and I'll share this. It's not like private information. You know, we'll, we'll share it here on the show. Like I reached out, I, there was some newsletter that came in and I was like, oh, I'm like I love wholesome game. I love this so much. I love these games. And then at the bottom of the newsletter, um, it was, you know, pictures of the staff and they were like, Hey, here's what I'm playing. And it was like, doesn't have, it was like a little space for the team to be like, I'm not playing a farming sim. I'm playing God of War and it's awesome. Right, it was just right. real people being fun. like, here's the, here's what I like. And right. I, and I messaged them and I said, you all need a podcast. You all need to just they do. Uh, do, do, you should do exactly what me and my colleague friend Colette do, which is we were at work and we were goofing around talking <laughs> about games when we should have been working. And then we were like, we should just this do this. And you, and you were like, hell yeah. And then here we are. And so I said, you should have a podcast and I, and I would be happy to facilitate that. And, you know, we love you. You should, we, we should help you with this. And they, you know, I didn't get a, a like a clear response, but I, I, but people from the t company sort of followed me on Twitter and like, so like people, I think they like were aware, they, someone read the email and I'm sure they were too busy or probably have their own plans to do it. But to your point, right. it's like, how can we help? What can we do? How can we partner? 
And maybe the answer yeah. is no, we don't have any money to do anything. We don't have time. It's, it's you know, it's, it is startup life for them, I presume. Right, right. I get it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think the vibe I always get is that this is started as a labor of love. I would mm-hmm. love for them to have, you know, you know, get more out of that and, and find a way to build it into a business. And maybe they've already done that and we just don't know it. But um, yeah. Yeah, it's yep. wonderful in every way. So I'm very excited at that at when this part of the show comes to talk about uh, the event and about all the games that I want to play, which is probably 90% of them. Well, I've got great news for you. That part of the show is here. Oh! Uh, I, I'm, I was like, I was going to look for like, is there a rundown? Is there a listicle? It's just go to wholesomegames.com and here's the mm-hmm. list of everything. And mm-hmm. I, I think we'll do our usual deal, which is um, what caught your eye? What are, what are you interested in? And we can just go the, go down the list. I mean, I'm, I'm excited about so many games <laughs> on this list. All. But, uh, all. but um, the one that was the most exciting to me, which I think I mentioned to you yesterday when we were watching together, was Memento, which is yes. what I would call the unpacking genre. Because mm-hmm. unpacking, I guess, kind of started it. Um, mm-hmm. And it is, you know, absolutely a, they call it a cozy room decorator with a twist. Um, decorate your room however you wish. Choose which items are important to you and discover what your choices mean for the life you lead. So it has multiple endings. Mm-hmm. Your choices of how you arrange the room matters, which I think is cool because that didn't matter in, in unpacking. Correct. I don't think yes. that's a bad thing because the unpacking story is so charming mm-hmm. that I don't have any problem with that being the case, but I love that this is kind of the offshoot of, well, you know, oh, cool. Like, um, you know, decorate your room however you want. You have complete control over how you decorate. There's no wrong answer. Like, I love that that has, is being explored in this game. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if it's hand-drawn, um, mm. but it sure looks like it is. Um, I don't, I, I I don't really know how games like this, like are the art styles are made or if they're made in digital these days, but I mean, even if they're made in digital, they're probably hand-drawn if they're drawn on I was going to say what, that, that the definition of hand-drawn is an interesting, is blurred. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, right, how art now. is created is changed. Like a, what, a, a good friend of mine who was an illustrator who worked at a previous company eventually got one of those big dr- digital drawing pads and then he would just draw with a pen but but he would be drawing into the com- i mean this is not revolutionary but but when he finally got the fancy one it was like oh my god he can really make shit awesome now and it's all right. digital but he's but he's literally using a pencil to do it and it's right right amazing. i mean i used my own ipad for that and yeah i mean you yeah, can't yeah, yeah. say exactly. it's not hand drawn you are using you do have tools that allow you to make everything really perfect and yep. they simplify yes. a lot of things mm-hmm. like i have a little um what do you call it like a little shake in my hand and so i've had to learn to go very very slowly when i hand draw like with yep. a pencil and paper yep. and like the ipad eliminates that you know like yep. it, it fixes Smooth, the line smooths for you. it out so i mean some people are like oh you know it takes away the craftsmanship and i'm like i don't think it does um but, but as i understand we talked about- we you talked know. about a little, quite a bit last week with with AI stuff, and it's 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 a continuum of technology of like Photoshop and digital drawing, and it's like, well, we have at first we were like that's not real, and then we ex- we started to accept that as like, oh no, this is obviously very meticulous work, and as technology smooths out and makes things faster and more efficient, 
and more um, iterative, you know, um, yeah. we start to accept. So, you know, when and how will we arrive there with uh, synthetic media, which is, I guess, the technical term for, you know, or generative art? That was a, I loved having that discussion last week, and it will certainly continue to happen uh, as games and, and media proceed, but continue about Memento. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> that's really, there's not a lot for me to tell. There's just, you know, three people working on it and, mm -hmm. you know, they have, uh, you know, and, and I think, I think one of the, I think, actually, I'm trying to tell from the photo at the bottom, but there's three people and two of them are holding the same baby. So I assume that maybe the two <laughs> of them are married <laughs> in the image. Um, so I don't know. I can't tell for sure. I need to read the blog, but anyway, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same photo with the same baby. No, That's it great. is. I'm serious. Like, like yeah, I'm looking at like, it. It's adorable. Play memento. It's right there anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, super... all three of the photos have, have a baby in them. So, and it's probably the same baby. So uh, it these might clearly be the are same friends baby. or family members all working together. I hope it's, they're it's just a big happy poly family and everyone's what? in love. And <laughs> I just, that's what I hope. That's great. <clears throat> but anyway, so yeah, I think, you know, I mean, there's not a lot more for me to say other than it's adorable. It's this genre that I got super obsessed with and I've wanted more. And I've said that here. So like, I was yeah. like, oh my God. But let's um, talk about that one minute more because um, how rare is it for a new genre to appear? Meaning yeah. you, we always have, it's a shooter, but it's got RPG elements or it's a city builder with meta whatever. It's like you, there's always... I love a good combination. Like I, I love a good hybrid. That's what that uh, you have to find a when when a, when a hybrid feels fresh, then I'm like, oh, this is new. This is interesting. I could get it. I didn't like city builders, but I do like city builders with this. Whatever, you know, right? Right. Unpacking <clears throat> was like, there's literally nothing like this, and and it no, was simple, I mean, and it was it a was starting point. A decorator, but it's not a decorator because like with that. Mm -hmm. It, it basically was like, I mean, you know, right. The thing with that was where you have to figure out where things go and they did have special places that they needed right, to Right, okay. Yep. So I guess you could call it a puzzler, but it's not, I don't know. It's, mm -hmm. it, you're right in that it is its own special kind of, you know, book on the shelf, I guess. And it's it's imprinted the culture in a way that is now like, oh, this game is like unpacking it's like mm -hmm. that game and it's making me think a bit about um you know it's it's the future of the genre meaning unpacking is great memento looks great but what will be the game that is really going to blow up and, and the analogy i'm going to use is like harvest moon was fine people enjoyed harvest moon and mm -hmm. there were many of them and it was game boy and it was whatever and then some genius made stardew valley and that was the game that blew open the genre by combining a way more depth into that mold you know and now and now we have you know a billion games like stardew you know what i mean so i guess what i'm saying is the lineage of un unpacking is the progenitor of right many more games to come and no, this is right. one of them you're right and i love that because i i mean games may have existed before this but i think the the point here is that unpacking got so much attention and it got awards yes. so yes. i feel like that's definitely like a part of the whole thing so yep. yay yay more of this 
please. When when um, is Memento coming out? I uh, don't know if they have a release date yet. Release I think date. they're just at the because yeah, as of yesterday they weren't on Steam. And then I went to go wishlist it because <laughs> someone in the chat was like, um, got my Steam open so I could wishlist everything. And I was like, oh, how smart. And so I did the same. <laughs> and then like when I went to go look for got Memento, it actually open. wasn't there. And then so uh, I got yeah. on their mailing list. And then a few hours later, I got the email that said they're on Steam now. And I was like, oh, wow, cool. OK, they just put this up. It's but that, I don't that's the other think thing. they have a uh, release date yet. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing that now. It's also really fun, uh, fun, quote, in quotation marks. It's interesting and nice to jump into a game's community when it's very small. Yes. And I've been doing that. I used to do that a lot. I stopped doing it, and now I'm doing it a bit more. And it's And it's nice because it's like – hey, play this demo, play this early access, play this beta. It's not finished, it's buggy, it's whatever, but you're checking it out. And then, and then, and we've talked about this. It's like, hey, I'm on this this map and I don't know what to do. So let me Google. Oh, there is no results because the game is too new. So you have to go into the Discord and ask the seven other people who are playing it, including the developer, what do I do here? And then you're talking with the literal developer team or person who yep. made the game and they're like oh man i never thought of that i'm putting it on the bugs list and they're like and you're like great happy to help and I, that's that's awesome that's a lovely mm -hmm. thing i'm excited it to really uh, do that with some of these games yeah it's it's lovely and i don't think i think there are a lot of spaces that are just they get too big um yeah and they get kind of you know inundated with people that you're like ah uh, i don't really want this well, I'm not looking for this. So, um, you know, here's hoping that the community kind of continues to find its right niche. Um, I else, have so uh, many other games here? to mention. Yeah. So do, did you want to take a turn about one that you like or do you want me to just keep going? Um, let me give you well, I'm looking at, you know, just going down the list here. Um, Bugaboo Pocket looked yes. interesting. It looks like a GBA game. I love yes. that about it. Like a GBA color. GBA color style, but a, a you know not not necessarily a Pokemon, but like a a Tamagotchi, but for bugs. But then mm -hmm. it's clearly there are more. Again, speaking of enhancing genres, you know, you're not just feeding and petting. It's like there's mini games, and there's you have to raise the bugs, yeah. and you're giving them hats. But then in the trailer, they made a very specific point of saying, and then they die, and you bury them, and you sort of m memorialize them in wow. very somber ways. And and so there's clearly a lot of um, they gave it adult context. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, like a mature, not ma not mature in a M-rated way, but in a a sophistication around. A pet raising sim kind of game yeah, that you don't like, really see. So very. If your kids played this, they would understand that things die. <laughs> Which is like, you know, some parents are like, "No, I must protect my child." But I feel like I if I had a child, I would want them to know that because that's a fact, an important fact of life. Yeah, that's. But um, I agree and with it, you. you know, but, it, but finding the finding the right moment and opportunity to have those conversations is the trickier part is, of that oh equation, i bet you know? i bet yeah you can't just be like good morning things die good, mor good morning <laughs> everyone's die you we will all die have a great day at school yeah i love i love i love that too i love that they made a 
you know, animal care thing about, uh, you know, a living thing that is not traditionally revered. You know, a lot of people hate bugs. Right, right. Um, I think a, they're it's fascinating. It's not a bunny or something. Yeah. No, no. I think they're fascinating. So I think that's that's wonderful that, that that's coming. I, I would definitely play it. Mm-hmm. All right. What's next? Uh, I am. I was excited. And I, I know you mentioned um, uh, com, is it Communite? Communite. Would you call it Communite? Yes. Community? I'm not sure which of those two it would be, and I don't remember how it was. um, I don't remember how it was was set up. But Uh, I'm reading it as commune, like community, and unite, as in let's all unite together. Oh, you're right. Communite. That's probably it. Oh, perfect. Well, wholesome, cozy, multiplayer city builder. I was like, cool. Matt loves city builders. I have not traditionally connect to them but this is incredibly adorable so maybe this is the place where the matt circle and the colette circle meet so when they showed this no you're you are correct and i have i'm excited to add that the minute they announced it they were like it was like get it on google play and also on steam or wishlist on so so whatever the version of it that exists now is playable i downloaded it instantly and I, this game is very fascinating. Oh, did I've, you play I've, it already? I've played a little bit of it because oh. it's so it's so it's free and it's so easy to just get it on your phone and and oh nice. You know, okay, I'll put it on my it. phone now. I was Do I had it. it on my list. I had the demo, but I didn't have anything else. But you know what? Yet. And and you know, I don't remember if you are an iPhone or a, or an Android these days. But it iPhone. might only be Android right now. Uh, hold on. No, it's Steam. I can't, I don't, one of these games was like Android only, which was like, oh, interesting. That's funny. So, but I, I have to gush about this game because it is, again, speaking of brand new genres that do not exist. Are you familiar with r slash place on Reddit? Uh-uh. So r slash place is a periodic event that happens on Reddit. Um, I, oh, I, I should look back. I should fact check myself. I think it was created or or um, sort of collaborated on by the guy who invented Wordle, who is just like, you know, an internet genius who creates f- fascinating internet things that are very open and web-based and playable. So r slash place is uh, you go – it's not a traditional – there is a subreddit where you can talk about it. But the actual place is a – it's a huge white canvas that begins blank. And I believe you can add a pixel of any color every minute or two five minutes or something like that, right? So you can go anywhere on the canvas and click on it and you're adding a blue pixel or a red pixel or whatever. And what naturally happens – on the internet is that thousands and thousands of people collaborate or compete to claim territory on this giant canvas. And what you end up with is these giant pixel murals of, I don't know, your favorite sports team or a creeper from Minecraft or a, you know, a penis or something, you know, whatever it's (laughs) thousands of people it's it's this um, emergent. I you know listeners know I love emergent collaborative things, whether mm-hmm. they be random shit on the internet or video games, right? So 
and you, I don't remember in R slash place if you can overwrite other people's pixels, but it's basically like, hey, I'm I'm making my sports team logo over here, and I'm making a silly message over here, and I can I can jump in and sabotage what you're making by adding blue pixels on, next to your red pixels. Ah, you messed up. So, but but somehow miraculously, when you zoom out on this canvas, amazing things were created by thousands of people. Oh wow. Communite is the video game version of this, and it's so freaking cool. So you create a little avatar, you create a username, and you plop down into a a, a pixelated canvas that is <clears throat> theoretically infinite or at least hundreds of thousands of pixels wide and long, right? 2D. Right. It's 2D. It's top down. And what you do is you have a certain amount of um, build points or nature points or whatever, and you are using them to place tiles. So right now, the globe and – and there are multiple servers. So I think you can create your own server. Wholesome Games has a dedicated server. So if you just want to play with like Wholesome Games people, you can just be in that world. But right now, I'm in the global server. So I guess that's the, the default main world for everyone. And you go in and let's say you have 200 points. It costs 10 points to place down a, um, a grass tile, right? And then it costs another 20 points to add a tree. And so you're, place, so you're just in a white void and then you start placing a little landscape. And you're like, oh, I'll put a little river here and I'll put a tree here and I'll add a bush here. And then it's like, all right, I'm out of points. And then your points start regenerating over oh, time. Okay. And as you place objects and and add more complexity, you gain levels which allow your points to regenerate faster. So the point is, the more you build, the faster you regenerate, which allows you to build more. But you're leveling up to unlock more complicated structures. So at first, you can place like grass and trees, and then you can start placing rivers, and then you can start placing sand, and then you can start placing houses and whatever. So the point is... You're doing your stuff, but as you zoom the map out or move the map across thousands and thousands of pixels, you're like, oh, some people over here made a little town and some people over here made a little beach and some people over here did the." Uh And then you zoom out again and you're like, oh, people are writing messages. They're making Uh artwork, right? I I actually was screenshotting some of them, so I'll put these in the Discord because again, I'm now I'm suddenly obsessed with this concept and this game because there's nothing like it aside from R slash plays. But then the other hook is that some structures are collaborative, which means, hey, I want to build this little campfire, I want to build this little sand castle or something, and you place it down, but it's not complete until another player comes and finishes the building and some of them are just like for two people and some of them are for five people and so what happens is the you place it down or you see other people placing it or you place it and then you have to wait for other players to come in and 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 finish it and then when someone does you get a little you get a little mail notification that's like hey someone finished your building and you click on it and it takes you back there and it's like yay it's done and when you click on any tile Anywhere in the world, you can see who built it and who collaborated on it. So what what you what starts to happen is like a white canvas is slowly turning into a, a, a player built world that is completely collaborative and completely open ended. Um, almost, 
it's not quite the right analogy, but almost like second life. You know what I mean? Like a, like a mm. pixelated second life. Like literally everything here was made by players. None of it was pre-generated by the developers. That's so and cool. It's and I'm I'm still on. There are like little quests of like place seven dirt tiles, and then you'll gain more experience, which allows you to level level up. So clearly, there's a there's a it's not really a tech tree, but like a very long experience based upgrade path to something. And I'm just excited to like be in the world. You can create your own home, so you can like you're like, hey, create my home, and it zips you like thousands of pixels away from where the main action is happening and now you have a little space that's like this is my space and i presume only you can build there anyone can find it and see it if they happen upon it but it's your home area and you can upgrade your house or you can claim more territory my hope for this game is that it has deep and real mechanics that it's not just like place a pixel and that's the game i want it to be like upgrades and like tech trees and experience and whatever and that and it's again it's wholesome and it's collaborative so there is no competition or destruction you cannot destroy i think you can undo or remove a, a pixel that you've placed but sometimes that doesn't work and i don't know why that's true but there's no way to go to someone else's pixel and remove it or change it. Once it's placed, it's their placed. name is on it forever and Super you cool. can interact with it but you can't change it. And so so my point is like there's no destruction or griefing or competition. Nope. It is simply creative. Yeah. And my hope is that it's more than creation. I hope there are deeper mechanics. But here's my message to you and anyone who thinks this is interesting. Just find it and get it. There's nothing like this, and I'm I'm really intrigued by this game. Communist. I love that. It's wild. I love that. That makes me happy. Well, I just looked on um this is weird on the app store because it says it should be there, but I didn't see it. Um but I think and, it's not on iOS. I don't know why. Are you yeah, are you on iPhone? It, it, yeah, it says it's on iOS though. Oh, it's okay. official site says it is, but I can't find it. So I'll okay. try to figure out if there's something going on with that. But I mean, obviously I could just download the demo, but I'm wondering if I'm assuming with the demo, you can't play with other people yet. That's a great question. I don't know. I think it's, I think the whole thing feels like a big weird beta situation. So I wonder if the demo is the one that's on that, that like, the Steam version and the Android version are all just sort of demo beta things. And then maybe, because I, I like to your point earlier, I'm in the Discord and people are like, oh, I'm starting over. My save was wiped. And, I'm, and I have a feeling uh, that like okay. the world will be wiped when the real game comes out. But right Got now, it. everyone's just kicking the tires. Okay, well, really I'll just add it to my giant stack of demos that I downloaded <laughs> yesterday and and uh, and fire it up at some point. But yeah, I, I really am excited about, about that one. Um, and speaking of excited, this is not brand new. I know we've heard of it before, but I feel like when I got to look at it yesterday, I was just like, man, this is just so exciting. Um, I, I've mentioned that I played Eastward. I did not mm-hmm. finish Eastward, but I played mm-hmm. it. Really, really liked it. It's got a strong... Um, Super Nintendo kind of like Secret of Evermore vibe to it. Quirky, yes, very much. Really pretty art. Um, just I loved it. Right. 
Um, so anyway, this is an expansion for it. This is DLC, but it's called Eastward Octopia. And it basically takes all the characters in the world and it just sticks you in the middle of a farming sim. Mm-hmm. Um, which I just thought was kind of incredible. Um, you know, it's in a parallel universe, the Sam, the guy and, jo- and, and, uh, actually wait, no, Sam's the girl, the little girl and John is the man. Um, mm-hmm. they move and start, you know, it's like an alternate reality kind of, um, thing where like they go and, and, you know, turn an abandoned fairground into like a thriving village. And I was like, well, this is everything I love. This is farming. This is cozy. This is cooking. This is fishing. So, I mean, I'm going to play it because I already loved the original game. Um, this is coming, I think at the end of January. So there's a little time, but I mean, Mm -hmm. this is just the kind of thing that I want to do with my time. Um, Mm -hmm. you have to own Eastward in order to Mm -hmm. to to get this because it is DLC. Mm -hmm. Right. So worth noting if you haven't played the original game, but if you haven't played the original game, the price has now fallen a bit, I believe not on steam, but on other platforms. Mm -hmm. Um, also, as I recall, I believe it was on Game Pass. I'm not sure if it still is. Yeah, but that's right. I don't remember I, if it is. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I mean, even though I didn't finish it, I still really enjoyed it. So uh, just something to note, um, you know, if you're looking. I, I feel like it was the quality was so well done. I expect the farming sim part to be well done. That's too. really the question. I think some of the criticism and the reason I didn't never took the plunge on Eastward, despite also loving the vibe and art style, was that it was not there was not a ton of depth to the gameplay. It was just like a linear story where you walk around and solve it was, puzzles or something. And that doesn't bother me because I no. played so many, you know, linear stories, but I know you're more of an open world person. So, so yes, the question that- is like Will this can does this world and game and the team behind it have this have the chops to make a a rich enough farming life sim farming game? Yeah, see that's a really good question. Great. And for me, what's interesting, and I've I've noticed this about myself, is that I really like games that don't overwhelm me too much. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that for me, even if it was fairly simplistic, I would enjoy it because I think I uh, my you know gaming background was that I played very simple games, and sometimes I can get overwhelmed by the amount of things in a game. Like a lot of times with Genshin. I'll just be like, there's too much shit to do, and I'll just go focus on one quest or I was one about thing. To say, you're like, I because... like simple games. So anyway, Genshin Impact has 47 <laughs> currencies and 27 right. tech trees. Yeah, yeah, like there are times where I get really overwhelmed by it, but I think one thing that is really great about it is that you can ignore all that and just be like, well, I'm just going to go try to fill in this part of the map, or I'm just going to do that's... this one thing. Look, you've discovered you know? the secret of complex wiki style games which is you can't know it all you adapt Mm -mm. you have to focus on a thing that is interesting to you and then if the game is good that thing you're focusing on connects to other systems right exactly that that's great because if you think about it that offers everything that offers Mm -hmm. what you want and it offers what i want and it, it sets it up in a way that's not Like I've been, and I'm not going to digress too long because I really don't want to get too far away from this, but um, I've been noticing lately that I think that the climb leveling is getting steeper, which I mean, I would assume that it would, you know, now that I'm in the 20s. Um, And that's totally fine. I still have a million things to do and I'm still having fun. Um, But yeah, definitely can see like it's very it's still very playable it's not impossible in the 20s but i can see how at this point they're like 
okay, if you want to make some wishes for some better characters, now's the time, you know? And then, hey, maybe if you even get a character, then it's like, well, starting from zero, you have to get all these materials to level up. Like, you know, I love this kind of stuff, but you're, you're hitting it right on the head. It's like how steep is the grind how steep is the curve that is Uh such a delicate balance it certainly varies from player to player so i i wonder where the wall is for you if you're going to hit that or if you're going to or if this is going to be like you know a go-to game for for many years for you we will continue this conversation i'm really curious about that as well so we'll see i mean i'm still playing the last couple days i haven't played very much because i've just been freaking tired at the end of the day and that's due to other things but Mm -hmm. um you know i still think about it every day i still want to play it most days so so we'll see Mm -hmm. um okay your turn i've named a lot of games sure uh these all look lovely i'll i'll quickly name check lightyear frontier it was Mm. known and that has been i that has piqued the interest of a lot of um what do we what do we call it not real-time strategy but um you know builders right build yes thank you builder possibly 4x but definitely also with some farming stuff and then it, it is clearly in the wholesome catalog here because it appear it, it's a, it seems to be a sci-fi game but you're you're on an, another planet that is very right. lush and beautiful you're in space which is you're like in spa- cool. you're an astronaut of some sort and you're using these robot mechs to do your farming but it's not like cut down all the trees and make a giant factory you know it's it's no. very much like pick the fruit from the trees and make sure the world it looks is still green after you you know build up your little settlement so I've had this wish listed for a long time. Do I have yeah. room in my life for another builder? <laughs> it depends how good this game is and yeah, what, it, what it the reviews if say. It, if if the loop clicks for you, Correct. like so, I was really know. interested by like if you go to their official site and you look, they have a section. It was from October, and it's about mm-hmm. like building your house. And okay. I was reading that, and I was like, God, that looks like so much fun. Like. You know, you basically, of course, have to have a house, you know, to do all your all your stuff. Where are you going to um, put your stuff and live? Yeah. And be cozy. And, and yeah. And so um, it, it it ranks the coziness of your house by cozy levels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, re- does it really? Because that's that, uh, that's what it's actually called. Great. Uh, Fay Farm has that mechanic. Mm. And despite Fay Farm's shortcomings, I really did appreciate the like, no, there's a there's a meaningful reason to craft a cozy beanbag chair, and not just because I like the way it looks, but because it it increases the stats of my ha- like. That is something Animal Crossing did did not offer, and I really Mm-mm. did like that as a concept, despite Fay Farm's other you know shortcomings. So nice to see that in these in in these games again. Yeah, let's keep talking about genres evolving and and adding mechanics. Yes, please, you know. Yeah, I really, uh, I just love that. I really love that. So this is, and it's funny, as soon as I saw this game introduced for the first time, which was not yesterday, I was like, that is the most Matt game. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was excited to hear hope. you talk about it. Yep. Um, yeah. So one that I had not seen ever before, and I actually was excited to try the demo yesterday, was called Summer House. Oh, um, yes. It describes itself as a tiny building game about beautiful lived-in houses, no rules or restrictions, just pure creativity. So, I, you know, I, the only thing about games like this is that I do like 
that they are free flowing, but I also do find that I need goals. I need yeah. like quests. So I yep. wonder if this would be one of those games and I'll find out when I play the demo where like, you know, you build your thing and you really like it, but then like my brain is like, okay, what else? Like yep. I was thinking about garden galaxy and I was thinking it was similar. I was really obsessed with it for like a week. And then I was like, but I need goals. Like I need things to do. And Same. some people don't. Mm -hmm. And I think that like this strikes me as a game that would be really fun. Like looking at watching it, watching the houses come together. I feel like this would be something that I might really enjoy playing like in an afternoon, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, but I don't and, know and if I want to play it. Maybe that's what like, it's meant for. Yeah. And that's fine. That's, that's totally fine. So, you know, because I mean, an afternoon is still an afternoon. Um, so I'm definitely interested in, in that one and just kind of, even if it is just a day, enjoying my day, um, doing that. Um, the developer specifically said in, in that reveal that there are, like you said, there are no goals or whatever. And, and I think we've talked about this a little bit before. I tend to get very semantic about this type of thing. Because mm. I don't believe that it this qualifies as a game. I believe right. I, I remember it, this now. Yep, yep. I would call it a digital toy, which, and I think that's awesome. I would pay mm -hmm. money for it. I think it's a great concept, and it's beautiful, and it is. It is. It's stated. It's not trying to trick you into thinking it is not what it is. Um, <clears throat> but the point is, like you know, here's. Here I have I have Monopoly here on my desk, mm -hmm. and I mm -hmm. have Legos here on my desk. One mm -hmm. of them is a game, and, and one, one of them, them is, is a toy. toy. Both are well, Monopoly is not a great game, but both are fun and cool and interesting. But they are not the same thing. So if there yep. are no goals or systems in a in a digital product, then it is. I don't I don't believe it is. I'm sorry if this is controversial. It's not a video game, you know, and I don't mean game. that as like we need we need quests and goals and numbers need to go up. I, I'm not saying that. I'm saying semantically and mechanically, those are two different things. Uh, oh God, it, the name is escaping me now. It, it was it's on Steam and Switch, and it's fucking great. Um, God, it's the game where you build little towns on the water and they go bloop 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 and they pop up. Oh, um, yeah, I think I might know. Townscaper. What you mean. Townscaper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Townscaper is a beautiful, amazing piece of digital art that is really fun to enjoy. But there, but it is again, it's a toy. It's not a game. There are no, uh -huh. there is no. You can build whatever you want as much as you want in any color or style as as far as the eye can see. There are no <laughs> currencies or systems or mechanics that mm -hmm. compel you to do anything specific is what I'm right. saying. This right. reminds no, me definitely. of that. But it's 2D. You know, this looks like a 2D instead of a 3D. Anyway, I, I find this interesting. Feel free to disagree with me, you or listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I get it. And I've thought about that a lot since you originally talked about it. And uh, yeah, I find that interesting and interesting separation. I know that for myself, I definitely am like, if I'm playing a game, I want goals and I want things to accomplish because I think I'm probably getting a dopamine hit from, you know, you accomplish right. this quest or whatever. Right. And right. so it's like, for me, when that's not there, <laughs> I kind of feel like that John Travolta, like, gif where he's just <laughs> looking left and right. You know what I mean? I, I know exactly what you mean. I, I'm like, but where's, where's the thing? 
So, but Did you, that said, you go, I think it's nice to see people experimenting with the medium. Oh, in no, this is spectacular. So here's a question. Did you play with Legos as a kid? A little, but not very much. I had Same. dolls because this was the 70s and 80s and, you know, things were still very gendered. Um, mm. And I had my little ponies and stuff like that. So yeah, Legos would a, have been considered a boy toy at that yeah, time. Yeah, which, which sucks. But, which is uh, stupid. So, so yeah, so uh, yeah, that's interesting. So playing pretend obviously is natural to all kids, and so we all p- mm-hmm. pretended with our toys and dolls and whatever. So mm-hmm. that that's a that's a separate. I don't know if it's separate, but I guess what I'm saying is like um, Lego. Never, I never got into Lego because it I without a specific goal building a specific thing according to a manual like follow this step was like nah, i don't you know i don't know i don't really care and then building my own thing was like i don't, I don't care about that too either mm. but but a, but achieving a goal or beating a level or whatever that was like yes i must i am compelled to do this i i'm what i'm saying is i'm similar to you even even through childhood is is my 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 draw to games is extremely similar in that regard anyway i mean i think it is for most people honestly mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. i mean i think there are definitely people who you know like stardew is gigantic you know but like you're still doing things that you know you still get that when you like yep. finish something you know and i mean you you can't you can't go around the fact that that is just a thing that you know humans humans uh, adhd or not get a mm. a perk out of yes you know um yeah so correct anyway um, um snacko snacko i'm so excited <laughs> to see that that's finally coming because had you known about this you, i had not seen it snacko was one of the first things that wholesome games ever oh yes they said that about. that's right yeah mm-hmm. they were talking about that and i remembered it um so it's just to me really really cool to see it finally like for sale and, and out there it is still oh, in yes, early, it's access. early access right it's it's, um, it's alive but I definitely do really want to play it. However, with so many things like on my plate right now, um, I'm thinking that it's one of those games that I might want to wait until they're not in early access anymore. Um, right. Because I've already noticed that like, if a game is in early access, and this was my experience with Coral Island, like if you really click with it and you get really into it, yeah, it really sucks when you hit the wall of that's all sure. the content we've made so For far. For sure. So and then I it's kind hard of, to go back. Yeah, and like Coral Island is now like out of Yeah, it's um, 1.0. Right. And so like I keep thinking to myself like, "Oh, I really want to get back into that." But, you know, Genshin. So it's like, okay, <laughs> like you know, I, my guess is that they'll they'll come a point because I know myself really really well, um uh, you know, where I will have you know, I have ADHD, so I obsess over something for months. Um and then, you know, I hit a point where I'm like, I need a break and I need something else. And I feel like when that happens, there's a high possibility of me going to maybe to Coral Island because I just like having a farming, you know, vibe around if I'm in the mood for that in general. Do, um, do you find <clears throat> that it that it is hard, very hard to go back to something, but if you force yourself to do it and you overcome that like... I don't know. I don't remember what was this. And then you really get in there. Then, then once you do that, you're like, "Oh, I love this game. I remember everything. Here we go. Let's go back into it." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's the it's the it's overcoming that hurdle that is the harder that that is the challenge for me. 
yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. I completely agree with that. Um, and I mean, I think, you know, to go back to this old, you know, this old talk, there's just too many games. Like there's too more games many. than we have any bandwidth for, yep. um, to play. And so that, you know, and then, you know, once again, people with ADHD, we get very overwhelmed and we have trouble deciding on things, you know, sometimes decision-making can be real tough for some of us, um, so I think it's just hard to know what to play sometimes um, or be like, oh, I want to play that, but I have no more bandwidth or et cetera, whatever. Yep. Yep. So anyway. The, the per- paralysis of choice. W- one more one more quick thing on Snacko, just aesthetically, it, it's, it's uh, um, hmm, how to describe it. The graphics look like N64 in a good way. They're beautiful and, and, and low poly pixelated cool you know all that good stuff but the sprites and perhaps many of the world objects are 2d so it's a 3d world but the but 2d sprites which again which is interesting and really like visually interesting and i'm going to mention this again later when we talk about what we're playing but so like as you walk toward or around a character or maybe a tree you're not seeing the side or the back of it you're just seeing the 2D image staying 2D. It's very hard to mm-hmm. explain. Um, but it's really cool and you don't see a lot of that these days. And it's a it's a particular retro art style that is, I don't know, I just, I'm really liking it uh, in, in a variety of contexts and it, it really looks great here. It's very cute yeah yeah no it's 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 great i think it's going to be wonderful and speaking of of retro art style i also don't want to forget to mention vivarium which is what they opened Mm -hmm. the wholesome games event with and is kind of like a smash together of everything ghibli and of like kind of the dorimon era of art style um just incredible like i've never quite seen anyone do art that looks like this for a game not yes white so a not couple quite. things a little bit close but i am i am so 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 soft for like a, the era of anime that i got into um i was not a heavy dorimon watcher but this style of 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 animation was absolutely big when i got into anime so of course i was and between that and the ghibli kind of vibes you know you see the the main protagonist it's a it's a girl a young girl with short hair she's a very ghibli looking protagonist she looks like the the main i forget her name but the main the older girl from totoro if i'm yeah yeah yeah, she does like Uh, really like strong satsuki um, i believe okay okay yeah that's her name but um but yeah, like I love it, you know, and you see so you see her, you know, you, you you in the end of the trailer, you kind of see her like go into the woods and like uh, and I don't know what she's doing. Anyway, all I know is that I was like <laughs> I love it. Um so I'm super excited about that too and and I, you know, I I did add all these to my wish list and I downloaded the demos of what I was able to get. But um, yeah, just, you know, really exciting um, to see these types of games come to light, I guess, yep. is all I'm I'm getting at here. So I, super I, I'm cool. tepid on I'm only tepid on this one, despite adoring the vibe and art style as you do, because like the 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 reveal and the trailer did not explain what the gameplay is very much. And so that oh, I don't even care. 
That's that's what I mean. It's like it's it's not it's not a red flag. That's not the terminology I would use. But for me, it's like the art is not enough. I I really need to understand and know what the game is. Yes. And if it's just walking around talking to different people and visual novel, then it's like okay. It looks like an probably, RPG style so. game to me. Yeah. Um. But or like an action RPG. But I mean, it's hard to know. But I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I am. I I do have to admit the truth is that I'm very looks. Like I'm very attracted to aesthetic and aesthetic mm-hmm. is enough to pull me in. It might not be enough to keep me, but it's enough to pull me in pretty heavily. So yep. um, I am, I am here for it as the wish kids listed. Say. Uh, wish two listed. more, two more quickly. And then I'll talk about the final one that I, that really caught my attention. Um, you've talked about trash goblin. Uh, you've played yeah. the demo. Uh, it was featured again. It's not, clear to me if the demo has been updated with well let me back up when you when you played it you really loved it but i think the reason i was waiting was because they the hey uncovering the artifacts and uh, um de how the artifacts and objects get uh discovered is is in the demo but then the shopkeeping element was not there if i recall meaning it was closing the loop on the on the core mechanic of this game um, was not I mean, present in the demo did in, you say is that uh, right no it's no it's a little present but i mean okay. the whole demo is like is literally like a taste like you're like oh yeah. that's cool okay so you do this and then you do the oh, okay and you do this and then like after that it's like and that's it and you're like okay that's fine because i mean yep. really it's just a sample of what the overall thing would be that doesn't bother me yep. um but yeah it's it's yeah it, so, I, so it's not I mean, clear if they were just reef if they were like hey this game still exists and it's great or if they were implying that there's more to the current demo anyway i'm very interested in this game but i will continue to wait um but that's fine and then yeah, uh yeah yeah go ahead no, that's it. That's all I was going to say. Like, yeah, no, I I can understand why, because like it, it is one of those games where I was like, that's delightful. I look forward to this, but I can understand that, like, you know, sometimes it's the same thing, I guess, where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, like, you know, I really like this, but like there's not enough of it right now. And, you know, right. that's fine. Exactly. Uh, and speaking of not enough of it, um, Usagishima, which is the bunny raise uh, the bunny island hotel game uh, you know the mm-hmm. the neko atsumi clone or mm-hmm. whatever yeah, yeah um which we loved and played and then we're like there's not enough here and so they added they've added they've added more content and which has taken some time and you and i both were like this is adorable this is great i hope people love it there's just see still is not enough here to hook me back into uh to what's going on which yeah is, you know that's fine. No, I get it. I felt the same. I was like, that's really cute. But same problem, you know, that I was just talking about the goals. Like I, I really, right. Exactly. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta hit some goals. Um, <laughs> the bottom line or I'm missing something in a game. Give so me yeah, them goals. Give me them goals. Uh, give me them goals. Final. There's more in the wholesome direct here or the wholesome snack here. Plenty more, but, I, I possibly will conclude our take with this last game that they showed, which is called Voyagers of Nera. Oh yeah. I'm so glad you mentioned this. I almost forgot. I've never heard of this. It is possibly a, a debut here or a, or a world premiere. Yeah. I hadn't heard um, of it either. 
I'm very intrigued because let's call it, you know, a little Breath of the Wild meets mm-hmm. Sea of Thieves art style, like the extremely um, – it's hard to describe the art style of 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 Sea of Thieves if you've not seen it, but it's car- it's three D, but it's it's low ish poly cartoony. You know, it's right. it's um, it's it's bright, it's colorful, not comic book, but it's very hard to describe. But it's but it's three dimensional, and I don't know. It almost looks like the characters in the world are made out of clay or foam. In, in right, a, it's not quite right. Anyway. It looks like Sea of Thieves. It is very island sailing uh-huh. oriented. You seem to be going to different islands and but but also the the movement and the mechanical, you know, the, the action of it feels very Breath of the Wild Zelda-ish. But then it also seems to be indicating that it is multiplayer and or open world. So perhaps you are interacting with or collaborating with other players so you know or perhaps in a live service way and you are also building and restoring nature you're building a base you're building a house so Mm -hmm. again you know valheim meets breath of the wild meets sea of thieves you're you are surfing and also sailing ships so and don't forget about paragliding you're paragliding paragliding exactly right in this beautiful, tropical, colorful world, mm-hmm. it literally ticks every single box for me. Assuming, assuming that the gameplay and the whatever this is really hits hits the mark. So, I, you know, there's a lot of stuff on the wholesome list here, but this one seems this like was your big a one, big one, a big. That's so exciting. A big, not triple A, obviously, but like. The big one for could, you. This could be something big, or it could be like we really tried, and wow, this is beautiful, and it just misses the mark. I don't, I, you know. So what? It, this is, is this? Uh, I'm gonna try to get on Steam here. Uh, yeah, I 20, don't know. Twenty twenty four. Okay, yeah. So it's coming next year, but it, does it specify whether it's single player or multiplayer? Good question. Okay, so it says on Steam single player and online co op. So okay, so we could play it. So we could play it, and and then you know these are my questions, and and, and you know uh, uh, there's not a ton on the description here, but it's like, is this a single instance sort of open world persistent game where we will encounter right. or encounter other players naturally or f- team up cooperatively or is it instanced the way Genshin is where it's like I'm doing a single player game and I'm doing my own thing but occasionally I can hop into other players worlds and co-op or whatever I'm yeah very interested to see what this all means you know you may be further interested to learn that in fact Treehouse Games is made of riot veterans that left riot and they, oh, I just sent you a link from a gameindustry.biz thing. Thank you so much. Yeah. So these people definitely have, and there, there's a little bit more detail about the game. Great. There. Great. Um, but yeah, they they definitely have experience making big AAA games. So Amazing. my guess would be that it'll probably be great. But yeah. That's exciting. I didn't realize uh, that. Because when you click on Treehouse Games on Steam, it's like, nope, this is their only game. So my my... Layman's, they were formed my, in 2020. That's probably why. That's amazing. It was yeah. a so startup with only six people in the beginning. 
and they've been working on this the entire time. That's I, it, really it cool. looks that way. Yeah. So I mean, this this uh, yeah, seeing this, um, seeing this, and kind of hearing more about what these people have done in the past and kind of um, what they're going for here. I think. Yeah, that I think you'll be excited to see. Very compelling. Um, if if Steam rec if Steam tag recommendations are to be believed, it is saying to me similar to games you've played, Valheim and Grounded. Mm -hmm. Right, right, exactly. I mean, I mean that makes go. perfect sense, right? Yep. You're like, yes, let's go. Valheim and Grounded, but in a in a uh, an ocean islands tropical setting. Yeah. Uh, there's this is this is my this is my game get yeah. give it to You're me like now. let's go i love it there's yep. nothing better than that man there's nothing better than being like oh it, it ticked all the boxes of everything i want but like <sighs> you know i don't know old cynical me is like but is it good you know like you know you like i just i have to see and understand much more about the mechanics of it yeah. and also is is this going to be a hey? I'm going to hop into early access, or I'm going to wait till it's fully baked? Like I'm, I'm. It's All it's an things. ambitious game. It's a very ambitious looking game. So I don't, I I don't want to play the half baked version of it. I want to play the full the full baked version. Yeah, that's probably yeah. where I'm going to be. We'll see. Yeah, definitely, totally get that. Um, yeah, exciting. Okay. What, anything else, I've, or, or are you good? I think I've covered everything that I'm extremely excited about. I mean, honestly, there's a few of these games that I'd just be like, "Yeah, I want to just try it. I just want to play it." But my extreme excitement—that—that's definitely all of them. Amen. Let's take a little breaky from the snackies, and Breakies. then we will return with uh, the actual games we're playing right after. Okay. This. back we back did you miss us <laughs> no, we, we were, were gone, gone for, for so 4.5 seconds <laughs> what are you doing with your life and time anything besides genshin um i haven't even played a lot of genshin this week honestly i've mm -hmm. only been able to get in and play a couple times because as i said been kind of tired um a lot of changes are going on at my job my mm -hmm. company just got acquired so that's a big thing um and uh i just have been kind of honestly not very engaged with video games this this last week although How dare um, you? after yesterday honestly like i'm looking so forward either tonight or on the weekend to just dive into all the demos of a lot yeah. of the stuff we just talked about so that's yep. really what is on my menu right now but other than that i unfortunately don't really have a lot to talk about you you are forgiven uh you'll, you'll pay <laughs> you'll pay the price in the afterlife for this uh this travesty <laughs> um i i just what am i uh briefly um, two little tidbits to mention that that, are, that might be interesting. Uh, I randomly got back into Crab Champions. Uh, did I ever talk about this here? Not that I remember. It's one of those games that I, that I was like, oh, this is really fun and cool, but it was never like my main focus for any length of time because it was very challenging. So I don't know that I ever brought it to the table here. Um, and I also did not quite realize how popular and devoted the players have become to this game and, and mm -hmm. that it continues to uh, on, you know, it is uh, ongoing in development. But very briefly, uh, 
Like, I feel like it had its moment in the sun, like like Twitch streamers were like, oh, this crazy crab game. And then so people were playing it a lot. And then like as as it as it does, the devoted fans stick with it. And then the rest of the world kind of moves on. Right. Mm-hmm. You are a crab with it with a variety of guns and you are shooting other crabs and weird creepy enemies on various Wait, crab, landscapes. What's the second part of the name? Crab crab, crab champions. Okay, I wonder if this is the game that my memory is thinking of, so let me just pull it up and see. Okay, you it should, is, and I yeah. did want to play it, and I never did play it. I was like, wait, what? It's funny, because <laughs> there was like there was like a stretch of months where there were like a shocking amount of crab-based games. <laughs> like, uh, Crab Champions, and then there's another one that's about to come out. It's called Another Crab's Treasure, which is more of a... I don't know, open world adventure game or something, which is totally different from this game. Yeah. Um, let me put it to you this way. Crab Champions is Hades, but you're a crab with a gun instead of uh, a Greek myth guy. But it has the shooting and and um, movement mechanics of... Of like a Warframe, you know, in some in a lot of ways, which is freaking great. It's very fluid. I'll try to briefly. I'll try to describe like you're moving very quickly, but you can also uh, press the left uh, the left bumper to dash. So mm. you're moving fast, but you can also like zoom. You can dash really fast, and as you dash. You can jump or change directions in midair or, and or double jump. So basically, the name of the game is never stop moving. You have to constantly be moving or you'll start to get overwhelmed by enemies. And you are doing these flips and rolls and glides in midair constantly to avoid fire and to get around your enemies in order to take them out. And it is run-based and it is level-based. So... You you jump into a, a run, and there are eh, I want to say eight levels with a shop in the middle. So you start the run, and it's arena. You shoot shoot you know kill all the enemies, and then you get a chest at the end of the uh, level. And it's like I want to make my bullets go faster. I want to make my melee attack a little bit stronger. I want to increase my speed. Or some of the power ups are like. You also have a grenade, which is kind of which is on a cooldown. So it's like you're shooting, shooting, shooting. You're reloading. Throw the grenade, pop a bunch of enemies, and then you're waiting for. So you're you're managing cooldown systems eh, in a Diablo esque way, but it's an action game like Warframe. But it's but it's also a run based roguelite the way Hades is. And so you are choosing the power ups, and sometimes it's trade offs. Like your grenade explodes bigger, but it's a little bit heavier. So. It doesn't go as far, but it's but it makes a bigger boom, does more damage. So you're you're creating a build as we as we, you know as you do with these kinds of games, mm-hmm. and then you you get the power up, and then you have a choice. You're like, hey, the next arena you'll get a speed up chest, or you can choose the next arena to be uh, an elemental damage or something. And so you're make you're choosing which level to go into next based on what is possibly going to be on offer when you complete the level. Your health is your health, so you you know you don't want to run out of health and die, and it persists across the levels. So if you have a really if you if you do poorly in level three, 
you're going to, and you only have 30 health left, you're going to have a tough time in level four. So like the pressure's on, you have to really keep moving and play very aggressively or very defensively, depending on what's going on in the level. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of the run, there's a shop. So you're acquiring, as you kill enemies or find currency in the, in the world, you then go to the shop, which God bless it, allows you to heal most of your health, if not all of it, and then allows you to buy perks with your whatever, your crystals. So as you're developing a build, you're like, oh yeah, I'm really, my build is really poison based. So I'm going to upgrade my poison and then I have a little bit of money left over to, to make bullets stick to my enemies. So it's like poisoning them and sticking to them. So it poisons them. So, okay, cool. I've got this cool build going on. And you fail a lot. It's a very challenging game, which is probably why I fell off of it originally. But when you start figuring out a build that works, you're like, oh, yeah, I've never like the other day I was like and I was playing with my son. He loves this game. He's like really he he can't he shouldn't play it. It's too frustrating. It would be too frustrating for him, but he likes to watch me play. And we were playing it the other day and I was like, dude. I've never gotten this far. I've never gotten to the boss of the first the first uh, run. And we got to the boss and I beat it because I had this very specific build. And, and then again, like these games and like uh, Hades and such, there's meta progression. So when you beat a boss, you get a key. If you get enough keys, you can unlock new weapons. And there's a ton of weapons waiting for you in the lobby area, but you can't use them. There's like flamethrowers and i don't boomerangs and what like there's a ton of builds and play styles and then i i hopped into their discord and there's like fifty thousand people in there and they're like hey i got a i did a nightmare run with 20 million damage and i'm like oh my god it's one of those games where it's like i have barely even scratched the surface of like what you can mechanically build with the right skill and run and unlocks and whatever and that what I what I'm actually very interested in is um, I think it's in the beta channel right now, but of, like very soon they will bring the developer will bring quick play co-op to the game, which means I think you can hop in to a run with other with at least three other players and do the runs collaboratively, which sounds mm. so fun and chaotic. Um, like I, this, this is and and the game loads and plays so fast. So you're like, hey, let me play some Crab Champions. You press go. I'm, play- I'm playing on Steam Deck. You press play on Steam. And I would say within three seconds, you're in the game in the lobby. And then you're like, start a run. Boom, you're in. So from from pressing play on Steam to, go- to getting into the level is literally 10 seconds. And you can just go and play and get your ass kicked and then jump in again and try again and try again. And... Again, I'll just say the appeal here is medic progression, aesthetic silliness. It's beautiful and it's mm-hmm. dumb. It's it's crabs with flamethrowers. Like there's nothing more ridiculous and stupid than that in, in the best way possible. But truly the movement. It is so fluid. And again, you're doing midair flips and slowing down time as you pop and as you pop other crabs down on the beach and go and then you like slide into the next zone it's so cool it's so satisfying to play so crab champions i'm excited for updates there that's that's one little tidbit that i was uh dabbling in um because it's been installed on my steam deck i'm like i should crab champions what's going on there and i i popped back in 
The other game I did want to mention, and I mentioned this briefly in the Discord as well, is um, a game called Wizardum. I don't know how you would pronounce that. Wizardum, Wizardum. Uh, it just came out, early access, and there is a demo. So I've been playing the demo on Steam Deck. This is, let's call it a boomer shooter style game, but with wizards and magic, which always appeals to me. I, I lo- always loved the idea of Hexen back in the day more than the dooms and the quakes of the world. And I had been playing a lot of Ziggurat, which is a, a, a very, again, very, it's a run based meta progression, Hades style 3D. Uh, action game where the mm-hmm. levels are procedurally generated and you're you're trying to beat the bosses and then you get currency to level up and then you get stronger and then you go again. Ziggurat 2 is awesome. I highly recommend it. I've talked about it. And so I looked at this. I was like, oh, this is one of those. And so I was like, you know, fired it up. And it actually is not that, but in a good way. It's much more of a very traditional, not very traditional, it's a dungeon crawler puzzle. It's not a puzzle game, but the levels are bespoke. They're not randomly generated. They're they're very specific and precise. They are designed. And while some of it is like, yeah, let me kill these goblins and then get treasure. Like that's what it seems to be at first. What it ends up being is like, oh, this map is very complex and there are levers and pulleys and traps and ways of like, oh, wait, I need to go in this door, but I can't. I need to find the switch for the door somewhere else, but I can't get to the switch because I have to go around this way. So it is you are decoding the dungeon while picking up weapons and power ups in a very like quake doom style. And it's very smooth and it's very fast, but it's also very thoughtful at the same time. It's not just running gun. Uh, you are, you are in the way that a good dungeon crawler is like, if you open the wrong door or step in the wrong place, you are in trouble. You're fucked, you know? So you have to tread carefully and precisely, but when you get into combat, you're flinging fireballs or smashing, you know, goblins in the face with a, with a mace or whatever. And in that very boomer shooter 90s style, you're, you know, you're picking up orbs and armor that's just floating it's just you know you're picking up little currencies that are just floating around on the ground in that in that old school style and the other thing about it is that we were talking about snacko about this 3d 2d style Mm -hmm. the world is three-dimensional and looks like doom or wolfenstein 3d you know original Mm -hmm. but in a medieval setting but the sprites the enemies and the objects are two-dimensional. So again, as you walk around a goblin or you walk around a barrel, you're always seeing the front of the barrel. You're always seeing the front. There is no side or back because the objects are not polygonal. They're two-dimensional. And Mm -hmm. it, it just feels, it's an aesthetic choice that feels so fun and retro in a, in a very fresh way. You know, it, it, I imagine if you fired up Wolfenstein 3D today, you'd be like, oh, God, this is so slow and bulky. Whereas this kind of game is very snappy. It's very fresh. Um, The other cool thing is like you can pull up 
the map, but it the map is diegetic. So you pull up a piece of paper and you can start walking around in the world to see where you are on the map. But as you're walking around with the map, it, the map is in front of your face, like Minecraft style. So you don't so you you have to meet make sure you're in a safe place to then pull up the map and see what the heck you're doing, you know? And so it, it, it's very much like yeah, I was just here and I have to go around this corner and that's a there's a great barring my way so I got to find a switch or something. Where do I go? And you're and you're you're decoding the dungeon and decoding the map and backtracking and figuring out where things are. Mm. But again, not in a tedious way, in a way that is very um straightforward and rewarding when you figure it out there's been a couple times where i'm like i'm really i'm not stuck like i know i'm close to figuring it out but i'm not frustrated or giving up so props to the props to the design and the structure of the game because it it is working really well at least in the demo the one other quirk i had it runs flawlessly on steam deck 60 frames it's it controls really nice um it has gamepad support but when you are in the world it's like press e to open and i'm like wait what and so you're like e is actually a the a button on the controller so you know mm-hmm. they, they're they're adding i'm they're adding proper you know systems and and menus and such um one bizarre thing is like I started the demo and it worked great and then the demo got updated and I booted it up again and I, and then I couldn't get past the main menu. Like I was pressing all the buttons and it like the game would not start. Like it wouldn't go into the world and I'm like, what the heck? And then for whatever reason, I must have accidentally touched the screen, like tapped on the screen and that's where it registered the input. So I don't know mm. if that's relevant, to, but if anyone's like, yeah, I'm going to fire this up on Steam Deck, like start your game and there's like a little story it's like the wizards are they're back and they're fighting evil whatever don't press keys just touch your screen and then the game will start and i'm like that's weird and i and i shared that in the bugs channel in their discord and they're like that's weird we don't know why um but again very early access not probably not linux compatible but when you get it working runs great on steam deck so that's that is wizardum you got to look, just look at this, just look at the, look at it in motion, you know, look at a YouTube video or a GIF because it, it is boomer shooter to the max, but with a fresh aesthetic and in fireballs and ice, ice wands and stuff like it's, it's very cool. So I'm looking, I, I may, I may buy it. I may pick it up or I may play the demo to completion and then kind of wait for, you know, early access to mature. We'll, we'll see on that, but uh, I'm really liking it so far. Check yeah, it out. That's, that's awesome. That's super awesome. Quite fascinating. I must say. That's all I got. Yep. Good enough. We're thinking about things. Lots of things, lots of games think, to play we're about the things and the games. Um, but we asked I you- am excited because for me, winter break is like two weeks away. And that oh. means that I get like two weeks off and I am going to play all of the games. Hell, I mean, perfect games. timing for the wholesome direct snack, whatever, whatever, whatever they're calling it. Um, right. Gather up ye demos and uh, check them out. Yeah. Um, yeah. We asked you listeners what you're playing. Uh, we, 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 there was some great discussion in the discord about what, what's cooking. Uh, I think we'll, maybe we'll get to that next week or, or soon. Uh, Cause we're out of time for now, but um 
game of the year is is coming. Yep, maybe next week. Yeah, because we definitely need to talk about it. So uh, we will we will come up with some um, some stuff and be be chatting about it soon. Very good. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can always find our Discord community in the show notes. So if you are interested in hopping in there and joining us to, to share what you're playing or what demos or early accesses or wholesomes you are interested in, we'd love to know. Yeah. Uh, share those there. Hop on in. And uh, thank you for listening. That's that's all That's all she wrote. Any, any final thoughts? Have a great week, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thank you.